Hey folks, this is Abel James, and thanks so much for joining us on a very special episode of the Fat Burning Man Show, where we talk about real food and real results. And in an increasingly crazy world, sometimes we just talk about how not to die. Like today, for example. Did you know that in the U.S. every single year, more than 50,000 people are poisoned by carbon monoxide gas? It's a crazy high number, and a lot of people are only somewhat familiar uh, as to what carbon monoxide is and what effects it has on the human body. It's very much a different beast from carbon dioxide, but let's get into it. Uh, Carbon monoxide is often referred to as the silent killer. It's a colorless, odorless gas that can cause severe brain damage and ultimately lead to death. And a lot of times this happens completely invisibly. A really scary thing. You can't see it. You can't smell it. You can't taste it. But carbon monoxide is responsible for hundreds of deaths in the U.S. each year. And it almost killed me too and my family. As much as it chills me to say that. Uh, A lot of you who are subscribers on the newsletter uh, know a little bit about this, but when I disappeared from the internet about four months ago, I had no idea that there was a gas leak in the rental house. I also didn't realize that uh, those responsible for the smoke and carbon monoxide combined detectors only got smoke detectors, not the combined carbon monoxide and smoke detectors. So a few years ago, uh, a family also in Colorado had a, had a kind of similar story at a rental property, and they didn't make it. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about uh, our recovery over the past several months. Uh, I'm going to explain what happened, but but before I do, I just want to say, obviously, I'm standing here right now. I can't believe that I am, honestly. Uh, we're okay now. We're getting our life back together. We obviously had to move after we... Uh, got poisoned in our sleep. There was no way we were ever going to sleep there again uh, and put our life in, in other people's hands like that. But in any case, we're okay now. We found a new place to live uh, for the time being anyway. And we're still in Colorado, up at high elevation. Things are good. But I just wanted to say, Allison's good now. Our dog is good now. And I'm good now. But it's taken a good three or four months of solid recovery and a lot of active recovery to get back there. So let's get into it. And I don't do this very often, but this is going to be a solo episode where I just kind of explain what the heck happened because I've gotten so many questions uh, from you folks writing in, text messages, emails, phone calls from past guests of the show, obviously family members, lots of friends, but so many of you have gotten us through this and we couldn't have made it through without you. So you know who you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. In this episode, I'm going to share some simple steps you can take to protect yourself and your family against carbon monoxide poisoning. I'm going to talk about some improvements you can make to the air quality in your home or office. And I'm also going to talk about my go-to ways of detoxing because (laughs) this was the worst thing that's ever happened to us in our lives. But I have been, truth be told, poisoned by other things in the past. And, And we live in a very poisonous world and we need to constantly keep our eyes on the ball and make sure that we're living as clean as we can. So we're going to talk a lot about detox on this show. But before we get there, here's a review of the wild diet that just came in from Jim. He says, life altering. I lost 50 pounds following the principles in the wild diet. Eventually, it just became a part of my life. 
Jim, thank you so much for writing in and leaving that quick review. When I wrote The Wild Diet, I wanted to share simple tweaks and the fundamentals of health and clean living, clean eating, and then smart ways of exercising so that you didn't have to go and get some advanced degree and understand all this ridiculous scientific jargon just to know how to get your waistline back in order or how to get back in shape and all of that. It's not easy, but it's simple. So I'm glad a lot of you are getting the, those fundamentals. It's really a testament to your character and your grit and your drive. So 50 pounds there, Jim, and that's about the size of a medium-sized dog or five house cats. So congratulations, losing that equivalent amount of weight. It's always a fun way to think about it, I find. Especially when people write in, they're just like, I lost 170 pounds. To those of you who have written in, I just want to thank you once more. If you want to get in touch, the best way to do it is to email me at abel at fatburningman.com or even better, sign up for our newsletter over at fatburningman.com and then reply to my email and I read every single one I can and I respond to as many as I can. So I always love being in touch with you. Okay, now for a bit of exciting news. You may realize that my new book is out. Finally, after that crazy recovery of our health hiatus, we're finally able to release my new book, Designer Babies Still Get Scabies, uh, an ebook, paperback book, as well as audiobook. And I have really good news that uh, this book debuted as a number one hot new release in poetry in the UK. And we just got news about that. So thanks to all of you across the pond who are uh, grabbing this book and reading through it. I, I've already heard from some of you. I know you like it. I know some of you will not like it, and that's totally cool. But I'll tell you just a little bit more. We have plenty of words that came in from past guests of this show who you listeners will be familiar with. So let's start with a recent guest, best-selling author Sarah Fergoso. She says about designer babies still get scabies. Mostly silly? Okay, sure. But as I chuckled, I also felt my heart tighten up at Abel's ability to give us a huge dose of 2019 reality. This little poetry book screams, wake up. Nothing like humor mixed with a big old dose of truth to get us to pay more attention to where we need to make some significant changes in the world. Highly recommended. I'm giving this to everyone I know. Thank you so much for that, Sarah. Another recent guest and friend, Akshay Nanavati, says... A highly entertaining, brilliantly crafted, and deeply profound look at the current state of the human condition. It will challenge you, confront you, and perhaps even shock you. But whether or not you agree with it, it's near impossible to deny the sheer genius of this poetic masterpiece. The wit and wisdom within these pages will stay with you long after you put this book down. Thanks so much, man. All right, so in case you don't know what this book is all about, it's not just silly poetry. It also has a lot of meaning that I kind of encoded into it. I wrote a lot of these poems to be really fun to read to each other, to read with families. In Designer Babies, you'll meet indestructible robots, world-conquering pumpkins, $300 million fighter jets, dog-eating dinosaurs, judgmental Sasquatch, and for the first time ever... The dastardly Zuckerbergler. Speeding through true stories of eels on cocaine, you'll ultimately discover why designer babies and brain implants won't save us as we tumble toward the singularity. Okay, so this part's really cool. Because this book would be totally banned and censored by any reasonable publisher, uh, we're doing this one all ourselves, independently published, and that means that I can give you the audiobook for free. 
when you buy the book. So uh, if you want to know exactly how to do that, it's all outlined along with the giant giveaway, over 800 bucks and a bunch of cool stuff at designerbabiesbook.com. That's all one word, designerbabiesbook.com. So make sure to hang around at the end of this episode as well, and I'll give you a little sneak peek with some poetry readings from this new book. All right, on to this special episode of the show. You're about to hear simple steps you can take to protect your family against carbon monoxide poisoning, some improvements you can make to the air quality in your home or office, fun and effective methods of detoxing from toxic poisoning, and tons more. All right, let's get this kicked off. Long story short, in a series of weird events, uh, my wife Allison, our dog, and I were poisoned by carbon monoxide in our sleep and almost didn't make it. I'm going to tell you some of the details of what happened and what we can all learn from this crazy debacle. So you might be wondering, what is carbon monoxide exactly? Carbon monoxide is abbreviated as CO. It's found in gas fumes produced by furnaces, stoves, gas ranges, portable generators, kerosene heaters, automobile exhaust, propane-powered engines, radiant heaters, lanterns, natural gas appliances, gas fireplaces, or by burning charcoal or even wood. Carbon monoxide from these sources can build up in enclosed or partially enclosed spaces. And anyone inside these spaces, including your pets, can be poisoned and die from breathing this, this gas that you can't smell, you can't taste, you often don't know what's happening. And in fact, it makes you very sleepy uh, and, and kind of out of it where you're not making critical judgments because your brain is literally running out of oxygen. And having experienced that firsthand, it is really, really rough and extremely scary. And also, it's very easy to make the wrong decisions when you're in that state. So anyway, carbon monoxide, when it's present in your vicinity, is absorbed rapidly through the lungs, and it's actually taken up by the cells in your body much more easily and rapidly than oxygen. So it essentially displaces oxygen from your cells, and then really bad stuff starts happening. Depending on the size of your dose, the first things you might feel, if you feel anything, headache, dizziness, weakness, nausea, vomiting, chest pain, and confusion. And some of those uh, people who are breathing in carbon monoxide gas while they're sleeping or while they've been drinking alcohol, they can die before ever having symptoms. So unfortunately, in Colorado, this has happened a few times to families at this very expensive rental house that they, you know, won this vacation to, the whole family was poisoned in their sleep. And it's extremely ugly and, and very sad. We'll link to some of the details on the blog post. Um, but having been <laughs> gone through life, you know, stuff happens. And I've been poisoned by lead in our water. I've been bitten by a black widow spider, even stung by an Arizona bark scorpion. And I can say that carbon monoxide poisoning was the single worst thing that has ever happened to me, that has ever happened to Allison, that has ever happened to our dog, does that ever happen to like anything around us. I cannot believe that we're uh, that we were able to recover the extent that we have. But I would never wish this upon my worst enemies. And I don't want to get too much into the details uh, or I'll probably lose it. But I'm very, very thankful more than ever to be standing here right now. And I thought that this would be a nice time around Thanksgiving 
and the holidays to just emphasize all of this gratitude and how thankful I am just to be alive. And I know a lot of you who are listeners, uh, sometimes the reason you get into health as an interest is uh, out of necessity because there's a big cancer scare, a health scare, you know, a heart attack, something super major where you were essentially in a near-death experience, Uh, including James Lugo, who's uh, become a great friend, who's going to be coming up on the show. But, uh, you know, Kurt Morgan on his deathbed. I, I now can empathize and not just sympathize with people who have been on their deathbed at the absolute rock bottom. And uh, I just want to say, if you want to drop a line and, and get in touch, this is a very good time um, to kind of talk through some of these major things. And I'm always happy to help. And, and <laughs> I don't have all the answers, but I consider um, these giant problems of health that most of us are facing too big for any of us on our own. So I'm happy to work through some of these problems with everyone else or even, you know, a lot of you write in, ask a question. I don't know the answer, not even close. And so that inspires me to bring the next experts on this show and thought leaders uh, to, to talk about these very specific things, whether it be PEMFs, carbon monoxide poisoning, air pollution, all these things. There are so many people who are deeply knowledgeable about this and so if you have recommendations about who I should be talking to about anything like this that you're interested in, please get in touch. Okay, so let's just quickly talk about some of the things that you can do to make sure that your family is protected from carbon monoxide. Number one, make sure that your detectors are not just smoke detectors. And it's a little tricky. The, one of the problems at, at the rental place where we were is we had been told and assumed that the detectors um, also tested for carbon monoxide, not just smoke. And a lot of them, by law, do now. And if you go into a rental house, make sure that they have carbon monoxide detectors. Because if they don't, in most states, and I believe in the entire country, the, whoever is renting that house to you is breaking the law by not having carbon monoxide detectors throughout the house, especially in sleeping areas. So double check your carbon monoxide and smoke detectors. You know, I found one, I think for 13 bucks on Amazon that seemed to work just fine, tested it and everything. You can spend 30 bucks, but really carbon monoxide detectors are not expensive. And I can tell you that Allison and I had to move more than a dozen times this summer because we were displaced from the place we were living and working and uh, by this carbon monoxide poisoning. And we weren't going to sleep there again. So we literally moved in gas masks and uh, moved so many times this summer that we got our own carbon monoxide and other air pollution detectors and we bring them everywhere we sleep because that's how important it is. Uh, over 50,000 people a year, once again, are poisoned by carbon monoxide. And I'll tell you, it can cause brain damage. It caused the worst kind of like spine and neurological pain I've had uh, in my entire life. I could not play music. I couldn't move my fingers. I, um, and and this went on for for weeks and even months. I couldn't speak English. Like words would not come out of my mouth. uh, And that was just so scary to feel like you're losing your your brain or losing your soul, losing who you are, like you're fading away. And that's what it felt like. And then o- over the course of 
the next few weeks and months, the reason that we weren't able to come back for, for four months or, or work or anything like that is because of our, our, basically our immune systems were completely wrecked after being poisoned. Um, your liver has to regenerate. A lot of your organs are trying to keep up and just kind of like uh, get back in action. And it takes a while. But one extremely inspiring thing is that I'm able to work out again. I'm able to play music again, and obviously I'm able to speak again. So, uh, you know, I, I've recovered from major concussions and other things like that. It's definitely neurological in nature, and those things, uh, as far as recovery goes, I'll be talking a lot more about that in upcoming episodes. But there are so many different things that you can do to make sure that you're not dragging yourself down as you recover. So, number one, no booze. Um, we weren't drinking booze uh, pretty much for the past year, um, but, but especially after the poisoning, it was really important that we let our livers rest. So that was something that we didn't do. In fact, um, after the poisoning, I did not eat for over three days. I had no appetite whatsoever. So in the last Ask Me Anything, um, some of you folks asked about three to seven day fasts. And now I've done a few of them out of necessity because I, I really just couldn't eat. But if anything... I've learned a lot about the human body's ability to recover, even the brain and uh, the neurological system. You can recover from most things that happen to you, even if they're absolutely catastrophic. And I am just flabbergasted by how well we've recovered. It was slow and it was really hard, but we've recovered. So what are some of the things that we did that really helped? Well, IV therapy, mostly with glutathione, but also with magnesium and uh, vitamin C and a few other B vitamins, a few other things in there. So we were every day, we were traveling around, moving around with <laughs> carbon monoxide detectors, but mostly just a big old bag of supplements. I was a believer in health supplements before <laughs> this whole debacle, but now uh, I can say that so many of these helped so much. Milk thistle, is important for uh, detox and, and basically kicking your liver back into action. And the liver is incredible. It can regenerate if you're nice to it. There are many different herbs that can help in that way. I don't want to get too much into it, but my mom, who's a holistic herbalist, will probably be on the show again soon. We can talk about all this because she was so helpful during our recovery. Uh, one that was big for detox that I've talked about before is chlorella and spirulina. Uh, and actually, in future greens, which if you're watching the uh, <laughs> if you're watching the video version of this, you can see right here, these are green powders, chlorella and spirulina. And right here, this is future greens. You can just kind of see green powders are excellent for helping your body get rid of accumulated toxins and junk. So we were making sure that we hit the greens once we felt good to eat again, but mostly these, uh, we treated most of our own supplements from wild superfoods as MREs or survival supplements. When we were on the road, not really having a, a predictable place to live and having to move all the time because it was the height of the season, we were taking mega omegas, future greens, vitamin D stack, um, the vitamin C that we'll be having coming out soon, uh, some other special surprises, as well as uh, our probiotics. Because like I said, our immune system was completely wrecked and we got sick. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much of the details here uh, for months and months 
after the carbon monoxide poisoning and just could not get better. So taking these various uh, supplements and making sure you're eating clean, hitting the veggies, not eating uh, too much sugar, and making sure you're doing other things like hitting fiber, making sure you're getting plenty of fiber and enough protein to make sure you don't uh, lose too much muscle. These are all things that were so important to our recovery. And I can say that that having done some of these things and then starting to work out again, I, I've been really surprised by, uh, yes, I did lose performance. I did lose strength. I lost muscle. I lost weight. But I'm surprised by how little I lost, you know, for some strength things, even though I was unable really to do much exercise for two, three months, depending on which thing you're talking about, which type of exercise. I'm really impressed by the body's ability to come back. One thing that I tried to do, it's it's something that's always been important to me, and I know a lot of you who listen to this show and watch this show know a lot about it, but I love running. I, I call them fun runs. I go out and I go out for a good sweat. It's kind of like going to the sauna, <laughs> you know, for me, especially when I was living in Austin and running in the summer. Um, going for a nice run, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you have to be punishing yourself at all. I feel like a kid during recess. So at the beginning, it was really hard to get back into running, especially since I didn't have a place to work out and we were going moving every three days. It was a great hobby to, to have to kind of get me through this, to clear your mind, a moving meditation. So for me, it doesn't matter if it's woo-woo or if it's, you know, totally a sciencey way of looking at it because I, I go back and forth between both. More than anything, I find that going out, uh, mountain biking, uh, running, hiking, and mostly getting a good sweat on always make me feel better, you know? Uh, if I have not been able to exercise for a long time, I feel sluggish. I feel like my body's physiology, like my lymph system, like my blood just isn't moving throughout my body. And given some of the genetic testing that I've discussed in past episodes, uh, I'm not a good detoxer to begin with. So I, I need all the help that I can get. And uh, a lot of this stuff, aside from the fun runs, applies to Allison as well. Um, so we were doing a lot of these recovery things together. And in future episodes, especially Ask Me Anything, like if you want me to get in deeper about any of these supplements, uh, any of these recovery techniques, detox techniques, anything like that, please let me know and I'm happy to get more into it. But this is just kind of like a general overview of me running my mouth for a while. <laughs> Another thing we did was obviously drink a lot of water. Um, when your body's working through something and working through a sickness, you want to make sure you're getting plenty of water along with those nutrients. Broth was huge. We've, we've had a lot of broth, especially when um, you're feeling a bit beat up and your immune system's down. A good broth can get your soul back in action. And also the collagen can be very helpful if you're able to do some light exercise and also preserve some muscle. One thing I want to mention, I, I didn't want to completely cut out exercise, so I favored doing a little bit of push-ups, a little bit of air squats, a little bit of just kind of pulls or, or, or lifting things up, um, slowly but surely getting, um, getting my mojo back. Qigong was very effective in terms of like uh, making me move properly again. 
because when your neurological system is is messed up or you have a concussion or something like that, it takes a little while to get all your reflexes back. And doing those slow, intentional movements really helps train parts of your body that are invisible when they're in shape, but really obvious when they're not in shape. So for example, um, I found that especially once I started doing Qigong as a uh, regular practice, I wasn't quite as clumsy running into things or dropping things and, and all of that. So it's not quick reflexes that you're working on, but slow, intentional ones. And that also applies to music. So I've had to kind of get back into all these things at the same time and with a totally different perspective. It's been really helpful. Okay, so another thing that is a bit more fun, and this was actually something that our naturopathic physician told us that we should probably do and that's go to different hot springs not just because you sweat uh, and and get the body's physiology kind of kicked up and going again but also because especially around uh, Colorado and the southwest there are a lot of extremely cool hot springs that don't just have water in them they actually have minerals that used to be in water that were that were either soaked in or consumed um things that are basically trace minerals that should be on in our water. And this is a whole other subject <laughs> to get into, but these trace minerals can be absorbed through the skin. It can be absorbed by drinking water. So if you're drinking from an, uh, a natural well or from a spring or a lake way back in the day before everything was toxic and everything was poisoned by the modern world, you weren't getting so much more than water, and our bodies miss these nutrients that should be in our water, that should be in our food. So in any case, we were doing lots of soaks uh, several times a week, and especially with the, the neck pain, the nerve pain, the spine pain, the soaks would hurt <laughs> afterwards, and then the next day after you wake up, uh, you start to feel a lot better. So just a, just a quick recap. No booze, vitamin C, vitamin D, immune-boosting supplements, magnesium, glutathione, big one, um, spirulina, chlorella, greens, fiber. What else we got? Fasting, hot springs, fun runs, broth. All of these things were so helpful. Obviously, we tried to sleep as much as we could. That's a big one. And then when you have any sort of uh, concussion or neurological damage, it's really important not to push yourself too much too fast as you come back. The more you push yourself, sometimes the more it can actually hurt you because your body is so fragile at that point that you really need to take it easy. And so that was, that was something that we tried our best to do, uh, and I think it helped. When we pushed it... I. I know when I did, and, and Allison did this a few times, uh, and mostly it was mentally pushing it, not even physically pushing it. But when we were pushed mentally, it would take us another two or three days of getting sicker before we got better. So be good to yourself. This is a stressful time of year for a lot of people. Um, we, <laughs> we've just gone through a bunch of stressful things. So I'm not sure if that means we'll be dirtier this, uh, this holiday season or cleaner. But I'm sure I'll keep you guys update 
And while I'm blabbering on, I might as well just mention a few other things that I've been very much aware of in the past few months. It does seem, especially as we were shopping, we've noticed that the prices of food have, have started to go up sometimes by quite a lot. So be aware of that. Prepare for that. We burnt through our emergency cash so fast, mostly just finding a place to stay that wasn't sleeping in our truck, which we also had to do at one point. It's so important to have a little bit of emergency cash. One thing I'm extremely thankful for is that we were able to save up some emergency cash for an event like this. We were actually planning to bug out because of uh, a wildfire risk. So we were ready, you know, with our little pop-up RV to get out of there and, and pack everything up. But this was a different kind of emergency. It was extremely expensive uh, finding a place to live unexpectedly during the height of the summer season. So all of you out there, I know that these are tough times for a lot of people, especially when it comes uh, to finances and money. But do your very best to save up for an emergency fund because we burnt right through ours. <laughs> and we're going to be hard at work uh, making sure that we can rebuild it because stuff happens. It really does. And if we didn't have a little bit of money put aside to burn through for things like this, for, for the medical expenses, for the Allison and I weren't able to work for three or four months, you take a big hit when stuff like that happens. So uh, be thankful for your health and make sure that you're preparing for whatever happens next because these are crazy times. It's sometimes it feels like we're all in a pressure cooker and I want to make sure that we take care of each other. So get that emergency cash. Uh, get some savings going. Try to get some emergency food too. And believe it or not, Fat Burning Man has a backup of many starches and carbs because you know what? They store well. They may not be optimal to be eating every single day, but if uh, if the grid goes down, if the trucks stop coming, if the price of food skyrockets like it has in a lot of other countries, uh, or if it's just difficult to get things from the grocery store, you know, Floods, hurricanes, fires, all these things make the system fall apart. So do your best to prepare. We just got, I think it was 20 pounds of oats, 20 pounds or 40 pounds of uh, brown rice. These things are really cheap, easy to store, can last for decades if they're stored correctly. We're doing our best to just <laughs> be a little bit more prepared. Not crazy prepper, like lining up a bunch of bazookas and big guns or anything like that to answer your question a lot of people have been asking about the hair by the way <laughs> and the honest answer is we moved like four hours away so we're four hours from the airport we're four hours from the barber that i was using and so eventually we'll get around to getting it cut but you know i i kind of like it long it's not so bad Doing a little Rockstar Rebel thing is, is working as I get this new book out. So along those lines, I just want to say one more time, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the support. Um, thank you for, for just being there even when we disappeared. <laughs> you know, I know a lot of you were kind of just like, is Abel ever coming back? Where did he go? What happened? And I wish I could have communicated more and kind of come back on the grid but trust me when I say we were doing everything we could uh, to get back on the grid and, and get back to the show, get back to writing books, get back to, um, you know, running our, our community and the fat burning tribe and all of this. This is our, our service. 
this is what we have chosen to do with our lives and it has so much meaning for us. So I just want to say thank you. None of this would be possible without you. Make sure that you get those carbon monoxide detectors for all of the rooms that people are sleeping in, especially children who are even more vulnerable to damage. Make sure that you service as well. The thing that that released the carbon monoxide gas was a faulty water boiler or water furnace, heating units uh, from, from the basement, actually, under the house. It was piping into the house, and I tested uh, carbon monoxide levels that were just off the charts, extremely dangerous throughout the house. And the carbon monoxide detectors, had they been properly installed and running at the time, would have saved us. So I want to make sure that they save you. Smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, make sure that, especially coming into the heating season, that your heating units are working correctly, that if you're going to be uh, you know, in an enclosed space with the windows down and you've got a gas range, make sure it's vented correctly. We are so paranoid <laughs> and specific about this stuff now, and I just want to egg you on and, and make sure that you look into it too because it's uh, really rough and easy to prevent simple and easy to prevent with a few detectors and they're cheap make sure that the batteries are installed all right i'm gonna stop being the the safety guy but once again i'm really happy to be here and we're gonna uh as promised finish this one off with a few readings from designer babies still get scabies my new book and audiobook. As I mentioned, I'm really excited and thankful for your support because you've already made this a number one hot new release on Amazon over in the UK. Glad that some of you are liking it so far. This first poem, it just so happens to be about air pollution, inspired by a time that our camper van broke down in LA smog where you just couldn't see more than one or two car lengths in front of you. I'm sure you, those of you in LA are used to it. Anyway, this one is called Dog in the Smog. I misplaced my dog in the LA smog. Oh look, there's a radioactive frog. Tycoons turned all the trees to logs. Now I wear a gas mask to walk my dog. I know it's a little dystopian. <laughs> but can you blame me after all this all right this next one is called let's pretend we're robots let's pretend we're indestructible robots who actually care about nature a lot we'll forget everything we've been taught and give away all that crap we bought we can use our megawatts and kilowatts to push out all the despots greedy execs vampires and juggernauts then we'll give destruction the boycott knock out all our toxic cultural rot silence all those silly gunshots cleanse our noses of radioactive snot shutter every last stinking feedlot Quit killing trees to build parking lots. Planting forests of peach tree and apricot, ponderosa pine, juniper, and even loquat. Making homes for cool creatures like the ocelot. They should probably be our mascot. And even if we get caught for thickening the man's plot as indestructible robots who care about nature a lot, giving our little world a shot is so much better than not. Right? Just a little food for thought. <laughs> okay, one more. This one's nice and quick. Mainstream kibble. Why you gotta nibble all that mainstream kibble? Time to scare yourself and live a little. <laughs> okay, so if you want to get the whole audiobook 
extravaganza, enter the giveaway, then go to designerbabiesbook.com. One more time, that's designerbabiesbook.com. And as always, please don't forget to leave a review for this show that you're listening to. And also, if you grab a copy of this book, please leave a review on Amazon or wherever you buy or, or listen to the book. It really helps more than you know, and I appreciate it so much. So thanks for um, listening to this long-winded update. So many episodes coming up that I don't have time to get into it right now, so I'm just going to say thank you one more time. Don't forget to leave a review. Be well and be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Able out. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you and Future Greens. You may know that I'm not a big fan of most supplements. It's hard to know if you're getting what you paid for. And even worse, many supplements, juices, powders, and greens we've tried taste terrible. For example, have you ever noticed that most powdered vegetable mixes taste like fish tank? Don't even mention fish oil supplements. Once you've had fish burps, it's hard to trust that brand again. So that's why Allison and I have spent the last three plus years creating wild superfoods. And it's our goal to give you the very best nutrition the world has to offer. Now you can get the concentrated nutrition of 15 organic fruits and vegetables plus six other superfoods in one extremely convenient ready-to-go package. We call it Future Greens. And if you're looking to improve your health, performance, and well-being by doubling your intake of fruits and veggies without the sugar and carbs, you're going to love it. With Future Greens, you can whip up your daily green drink in less than 30 seconds, no matter where you are. The certified organic stevia gives it a subtle sweetness and it tastes great in water or juice, and we think it even makes our green smoothies taste a whole lot better. It's made with certified organic, non-GMO fruits and vegetables to aid in detoxification, balance your body's pH, and give you a boost of clean energy without sugar, caffeine, or the dreaded crash. No junk or artificial sweeteners, and just one gram of sugar per serving. With the tasty wild berry flavor, you and your kids won't even realize you're eating broccoli and 20-plus powerhouse fruits, veggies, and adaptogens. So if you want to try our brand new creation from Wild Superfoods called Future Greens, we have even better news for you. As a listener of Fat-Burning Man, and it's proof that you are because you're listening right now, you can actually get a 20% discount to try Future Greens yourself. Just visit fatburningman.com forward slash greens to get 20% off when you select subscribe and save. Once again, just visit fatburningman.com slash greens to check out Future Greens and get your special listener deal. We'll see you there. Well, hey there, listener. This is Abel one more time, and I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode of the Fat-Burning Man Show. If you liked it, don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you might be listening to or watching this show right now. And if you have a second, please leave me a quick review for the Fat-Burning Man Show. I read every single one of them, and every time you leave a review, it gives us a little boost in the rankings, and that helps other people find this show. And if you can think of someone else who might enjoy and benefit from this free show, please take a second to share it with a friend or a family member. And if they're like, what is this fat-burning man thing? That's a really silly name. You could be like, you're right, but here's the deal. 
We've recorded over 250 episodes of the Fat Burning Man Show with thought leaders in health from all over the world. And so far, we've won four awards, hitting number one in health in more than eight countries internationally. We have more than 30 million downloads already, but we're just getting started. I can't believe any of this, by the way, and couldn't do any of this without you. So thanks once again. But here's some more good news. You can download and listen to every single episode of the Fat Burning Man Show for free with zero outside advertisements, no outside sponsors, and no corporate overlords. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com. We'll give you a a second here just to type it in, fatburningman.com. And you'll get all the show notes, transcripts, and video and audio versions for all the past episodes of the Fat Burning Man Show for free. Better yet, Enter your email at fatburningman.com, sign up for my newsletter, and I'll even send you a quick start guide so you can take your health into your own hands right now, along with a few of our ridiculously tasty recipes as a special thanks for signing up. Once again, just go to fatburningman.com right now, enter your best email to get your free goodies with a bonus surprise straight to your inbox. This is Abel James signing off. Thank you so much for listening once again. And have a great week.